Welcome to this bonus episode of the BYC podcast featuring a day three recap of the first test live from Lords by acclaimed cricket scribe and BYC podcast guest, Andrew Alderson. Okay, welcome Andrew Alderson to our wrap of day three of the first test from Lords. Um, a very, very up and down day, Andrew, with uh, one tremendous peak and a couple of big valleys, uh, starting with a really an untimely collapse in the first session. Yeah, so it's been, it's, as you say, just tumultuous, really, just going from, you know, the, the amount of times the, the momentum in this game has changed uh, has been extraordinary. But, I mean, at least Daryl Mitchell, he got to his uh, honours board century, the 15th New Zealander to do so. Tom Blundell, uh, not so lucky, dismissed for 96. Uh, but that came on the back, of course, of that extraordinary team hat-trick for England, which included the two Stuart Broad wickets and also the, the run-out of... Uh, Colin de Gronholm, I can only imagine, sort of came out of hibernation from that Lord's uh, dressing room uh, and just wandered out there and he couldn't get his back back in time and Ollie Pope had run him out. So uh, uh, on the back of an LBW appeal, he just sort of wandered back into the crease. Yeah, we can't ignore Colin's um, multiple interventions in the day because they were all costly for New Zealand in in one respect. (laughs) There was obviously the brain fade and the run out. the only mitigating factor I can think for that is normally when I hit your pads, it balloons quite slowly into the field, but it actually ricocheted really quickly to Ollie Pope in the gully, which obviously um, he wasn't expecting. But then, of course, there was the no ball. Well, to the ben, dreaded no ball. Yes, when, <laughs> when actually England were on the ropes there. I'd say if they'd dismissed Ben Stokes there, you wouldn't have got a price on them um, being still in this match. And and finally, for poor old Colin, proving that things do bad things do come in threes, he um, cropped himself, which which by the end of the day you could kind of see that our three seamers were a little exposed. Yeah, I think there's uh, you know all those points are fair. I mean, seventy six for four and Stokes charging down the wicket. And there's uh, well, Lawrence Booth from Wisdom pointed out. I mean, if that if he'd actually been out at that point, that would have been on the back pages of all the papers would be that particular uh, photo as the new captain of the England Test team. But he received his redemption as he wandered back to the pavilion and made the most of it. And I think, what in the end, 83 runs were scored by the time he got back uh, into proceedings and he was dismissed at, what, 159 for five. So uh, that that really brought England back into the contest. And Joe Root, probably unshackled from the uh, burdens of captaincy, he's going strong at, uh, he's on 77, Ben Folks nine, uh, so that really, you know, Root is probably the key wicket tomorrow, which would take you into the England tail from a New Zealand perspective. And uh, then the game would be all on, just requiring the, you know, the, the, the five wickets from now New Zealand and the 61 runs for England. So that, that really sets up a thriller, I think, in, in the first session tomorrow, provided the rain stays away. There is some forecast. Does the new ball become a factor or is it too far away for New Zealand to pin any kind of hopes on on that? No, I think the game's gone by that stage. I think it's still, what, 15 overs away? I mean, they would probably be pretty close by that point, I would think, if, uh, well, if Root is still there in particular. So uh, that, that they've really got to get those wickets, get one wicket early at least, I would have thought, to uh, set uh, set it in motion and trying to secure what this the second victory at Lords in 91 years and, and 19 attempts. But it's, uh, it's it's close, but still so far at the moment. So, so I guess what we're saying here, Andrew, um, uh, before I let you go, is that 
really the route to victory is to get Joe Root early tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much summing it up, I think. Um, and hopefully, I mean, the New Zealand bowlers will presumably get a rest uh, overnight. I mean, I thought Jameson was superb today. I mean, he's the one who got Stokes in the end, chased him down the slope with a, a shorter delivery uh, at Lords, and uh, Stokes was was up for the task on any occasion to try and challenge. And he was so frustrated when he eventually did get out for 54, just getting a glove on it to Tom Blundell. Uh, so, uh, you know, frustration, you, you could sense the the angst and the, the anger from Stokes, but just the, you know, stark contrast to the euphoria for Jameson and, and the rest of the New Zealand team to be able to get that wicket. I think they knew that was the crucial wicket, at least to start, to, to keep them in the contest. Yeah, Jameson was excellent. I just wonder, actually, and the final point was, do you think Kane Williamson was a little spooked by the way they went after Ajaz Patel? Because I thought there was definitely scope for bringing him back on once once Stokes had been dismissed. Yeah, I think that's probably a fair summary as well. I mean, because Stokes was just so aggressive into Patel. I mean, Patel coming back into international cricket, what, for the first time since December, since his, uh, his 10-4 against uh, India, which saw him then dropped after that for the home summer. But, uh, yeah, Stokes was just so... Um, forthright and how he was going to play that and uh, and just took him out of the park a couple of times. I think it was a boundary for four as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it was probably playing on Williamson's mind to some degree just as to what he could uh, use with the resources available with what they, they have left to defend. Excellent. Well, Andrew, I look forward to probably wrapping up this test uh, tomorrow with you at the same time, unless obviously rain intervenes. And yeah, we I guess we can only hope for a few quick breakthroughs. Thank you very much again, and um, pleasure having you on the BYC. Lovely. Thank you, Dylan.